welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's very special episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm going to be talking you through my Christmas list for 2020. So, and when I say my Christmas list, I don't really mean, so a lot of these things are on my Christmas list, but I really put this list together for you guys, right? So, I wanted to think through a variety of different pieces of gear and a variety of different, you know, uses from like kitchen type stuff to camping gear to, you know, just kind of everything across the spectrum of prices, right? From like stocking stuffers up to like huge, huge like main presents that are kind of like dreams, like a rooftop tent or something like that, right? Um, so again, on today's episode, we're going to talk through that stuff. I'm going to kind of start at the bottom, the, the stocking stocking stuffer things, and then kind of move my way up and talk through it. Of course, in the description below will be links to all this stuff as well. Um, I will also probably put a link to my website where I list out my gear, again, just in case... If there's something that I miss here, but that you guys have heard me talk about before, just make it as easy as possible for you to find it. Um, so, uh, if you're new to the channel, again, my name is Fletch. This is all things overlanding. Talk a lot about overlanding type stuff, gear, of course, just like this episode. Um, also have an Xterra, so there's a lot of talk about Xterra stuff, and then DIY mods. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, definitely click that subscribe button below. Click the like button too. It, it helps me more than you would think. It just tells Google, hey, this this guy's making videos. He's making good videos. I like him. Um, so if you can, click that, that thumbs up button as well. I'd appreciate it. Um, so before we dive into the episode, did just want to briefly touch on my featured partners, a lot of which you can get a lot of the things I'm going to talk about in this episode from. Um, so starting with Overland Addict. Uh, this guy is awesome, has a great shop, uh, US-based, and he has everything to do with overlanding. So check out Overland Addict in the description below. Um, next, last US bags. Actually, a few of the items from these guys are going to be on my list because I love, love, love their gear, and I've actually got some more of their stuff on the way right now. Um, so... I'm going to talk about that stuff as well, but again, in the description below, if you want to go check out all the cool overlanding bags that they've got, definitely click through that link. Then more expo. Uh, this thing is taking place in February 2021. I'm going to be there. It's super exciting. I think there's going to be a ton of people there. Um, they've already talked a lot about like COVID safety and one-way lanes and everything, so I'm excited to see you know kind of how they handle that because, of course, that's a tricky situation right now, but I appreciate them taking it seriously. Um, but so definitely check them out below. Get your tickets now. Um, they have sold a great number of tickets. And I believe that the sale prices may be over now. So again, you might want to get them soon before it's too late and you miss out. Um, so check them out as well. And then last but not least, Northology Adventures. Um, she doesn't sell stuff that you can buy for overlanding necessarily, but she has a free overlanding slash off-road slash camping slash kayaking uh, digital magazine, and it's awesome. So again, click through that link, go check her out, subscribe to the magazine. So without further ado, let's dive into the... 2020 All Things Overlanding Christmas List episode. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news... Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
All right, guys. So as I mentioned, I'm going to kind of start at the bottom talking about like stocking stuffers, that kind of stuff, right? Um, I did try and grab as much of this gear. Like some of it is on my list, so I don't have it yet. Like it's stuff that I want for Christmas. Um, but the majority of it is stuff that I own and highly recommend. So I've tried to set as much stuff over here as I can. So I'm going to kind of be reaching down and grabbing some stuff, kind of editing it in here um, to show you guys some of the gear firsthand. Um, but so let's start with stocking stuffers, right? So with this, I'm really talking like 10-ish bucks or less, maybe 15 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark, right? Like something that you would buy maybe like five or six or eight things to put into a stocking for someone that's into overlanding. Um, starting with the Coleman Camp Scissors. So these are actually something that when like my family and my parents and everybody was like, hey, what's on your Christmas list? I was like, oh God, I have to do this again this year. Um, let me go comb through Amazon and see what I can find, right? Um, these are something that I literally searched for like camping gear. And these things came up and I was like, dude, those would be like, I always have a knife, right? I always have multiple knives with me, honestly, when I'm out camping and those are great. But these things are like multi-purpose scissors. I'm going to put a picture of them up here because again, these are on my list. I don't have them. Um, but these Coleman Camp Scissors just look awesome and they're like six bucks, five, six bucks. So they're really inexpensive and they just seem like a great useful piece of kit. I'm going to put them in my drawer. They're going to sit flat on the bottom. They're going to take up almost no room. But, you know, instead of taking a knife to cut open like a, a bag of mashed potatoes, like instant mashed potatoes or a steak or something like that, instead of having to mess with that, now I've got, I'm going to have a pair of scissors. Um, it's got a bottle opener on it. It's got a bunch of different features to it. Um, they're just really nice. And especially for the price, right? Like you, you really can't go wrong. Um, next, I'm actually holding it right here, my Yeti beer holder. So now this may be a little bit on the higher side price-wise. I think these are about 20 bucks. I actually got mine as a Christmas gift, like three years ago. But I, I use it all the time. I use it in my house all the time. I throw it in the truck when I'm going on a trip. Um, I use these things all the time. They keep your hands warm. They keep your beer cold. It's fantastic. Or your drink. It doesn't have to be a beer. Um, and then hot hands hand warmers. Now, I don't have any of those sitting right here, but those are those like the chemical warming things, right? They come in a little plastic bag. I'll put up a picture here. Um, but these things are great. The thing that I like about these is that because they're chemical, like you can just keep them in your vehicle. And then if you need them, you pop them out and they go forever too. So like we went on a camping trip maybe about a month, month and a half ago, and it was unseasonably cold. And it got down into like the high 20s, low 30s. And it was my seven-year-old and I, and it got chilly overnight. And we popped a couple of those things out, popped them open, and like put them in our hands while we were around the fire and hanging out outside, and then threw them in our sleeping bags when we went to sleep, and they changed everything. It was amazing. Um, so it kept us nice and warm. Um, was nice, and it was just a nice addition to another thing that I'm going to talk about later that's another warming alternative. Um, but so these things are definitely good. They're also not that expensive. So you can get a 10-pack for, I don't know, I'll put the price up here on the on the screen. Of course, when you click through it in the description, you'll see the price too. But they're like 15, 20 bucks for a 10-pack. I mean, they're like a buck or two a piece. Like they're, they're not that big of a deal from a price standpoint. And they're so nice to have when you're out in the cold. Um, you can use them for sporting events and stuff too. So they don't just have to be for camping. Um, so next, the P51 can opener, and I didn't bring mine with me, but I, these come in like a four pack for like five or ten bucks. Like they're really inexpensive. They're just like a little steel uh, can opener, basically, like a foldable can opener. They're military in, in origin, like they're used by the military. What I like about them is, you know, when you're out camping and stuff, it's not like you have like an electric can opener, and I don't want to take one of those giant, you know, handheld squeezy things with the twister thing on the side. Like that's crazy right but you have a lot of canned goods i eat like chili and soups and things like that um i have in rare instances used a knife to you know kind of get through it and and get it open but god i feel bad doing that to my knives um so it's not ideal but these things are again like four for a few bucks 
and they work great. I mean, it takes a little bit of time because you kind of have to just cramp, you know, kink, 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 go through them. I'll put a tag up here. I, I reviewed these before if you want to go check them out in more detail. Um, but they're just, they're great little things to have. I literally just keep one on my keychain in my truck. So if I'm out and I happen to have a can good, I don't have to worry about did I bring a can opener? Can I not eat because I didn't bring a can opener? Like I've always got it. So these things are great too. Um, the MSR Alpine Dish Brush. I talk about this thing all the time. It's like a $5 little tiny dish brush. But I just think it's so cool and it literally sort of changed the way that I camped because before I would always just like get the stuff dirty and like throw it in a trash bag and use it once and everything was almost kind of like disposable or like single use. And then I would have to take it home and, you know, brush out all the nasty hardened on chili and soups and grease and that sort of stuff from the pans because I couldn't really clean them. Um, so when I got this thing, it's just, it's nice. It's probably smaller than like a credit card, but it has a little scraping edge on it. It has a little brush on it. It's super resilient. Again, I've had it for a couple of years. I've used it probably 20, 30 times and it just, you just put some soap in it, clean it up and you're good to go again. Um, so for, for about five bucks, it's a great, great buy and definitely something that someone that goes over landing a lot would, would enjoy. Um, and then of course, um, and I've got them here, not to be too self-promoting here, but you know, Overlanders love stickers and patches, right? So, like, again, I'm going to put links to these in the description below. They're on my website, too, under merch. Um, but I've got this really nice PVC 3D patch for sale on there, about 13 bucks, And then the sticker's about 6 bucks. So, um, and actually, if you watch this episode and you've gotten this far and you see this, just shoot me an email at allthingsoverlanding at gmail.com or send me a message and I'll give you a deal on them if you want both. Um, so anyways, those are good stocking stuffer, patches, stickers. There are other people that have awesome patches and stickers too that you can check out. Um, but of course I have them too, so why not? Um, so that kind of covers the stocking stuffers piece, right? So that's the small stuff. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, moving up, next I'm kind of thinking like gifts from like 10 or 15 bucks up to about 50. So these are like your reasonable gifts, right? Like pretty reasonable, like your brother could get you something like this. It may not be like your spouse or your, your parents, but um, you know, your other family members that are looking for something like 20, 40, 50 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark, these would be good for them. Um, my Midland GMRS radios were really reasonably priced, like 35, 40 bucks. Um, there's, there are two of them, they're handhelds, they come with a charging dock. I actually used L brackets and mounted my little charging dock on top of my drawer system and then used uh, like rubber bungees to sort of secure the radios down into the dock because it's really intended for like being at home right it's not really meant for like mobile uses um, but with some little bungee cords i used it just to secure it down to the top of the drawer and uh the nice thing is then that keeps everything uh in place and charging all the time and i just keep it plugged into my solar so whenever i get you know out somewhere and i'm going to take a trip I grab those things off and they're charged. And I've got two of them so I can alternate, right? If one starts to wear down, the battery goes probably about five or six hours of constant use. Um, but then I can swap it back to the charger and grab the other one off. And again, for about 40 bucks to have two of them, if you have a buddy come with you and they don't have radios, you can share the comms because they're handhelds. There's a number of, of uh, reasons why these things are great. But again, link in the description below. Um, the Coleman double burner stove. I talk a little bit of crap about this thing, but I honestly, this is the only stove that I've ever had. Um, and it's great. Like it, for the price, it's really great. So you could easily spend 
90 bucks, 150 bucks, 200 bucks. Like, there are a lot of really expensive stoves. And I'm sure that the $200, $250 stoves are amazing, right? They probably have more control. They probably put out some more BTUs. Um, but really, in most cases, I'm not a professional chef, right? I want to cook a steak and maybe uh, boil some water to make some instant mashed potatoes or make some ramen or, you know, that sort of stuff, right? Warm up some chili. Um, so for me, the Coleman uh, double burner stove runs about 40 to 50 bucks. And this thing is just fantastic. It's a small footprint, too. It's much smaller than a lot of those other stoves. A little thicker than a lot of them, but not as long. So it's a pretty good-sized stove. Um, it's got two burners, of course. It runs off of one pro or one-pound propane tank, or you can use adapters to plug in bigger tanks. Um, but so overall, it's just a really great little piece of gear, and it's really inexpensive. So definitely recommend that. Um, camping cook set. And actually, I have some of these here, but I'm going to link to them down in the description below. Again, what I get, and there are some really fancy, like, overlanding cook sets that cost 100 200 you know, hundreds of dollars. Um, what I generally go with is, like, the backpacking style, really inexpensive, $20, $30 sets um, for a number of reasons. One of which is I, I kind of do view them as disposable. Now, this is my second set, but I still have my, my first set. You can see it's a little worse for wear, like... It's a little bit beat up compared to these. These are a little shinier and nicer. But this thing's probably like six, seven years old. Like, I've had this before I ever started overlanding. And, yeah, it's a little blackened. I could probably clean it up a little bit better. Um, but it still works just fine. But I like, I have, so, again, for maybe 50 bucks worth of money for both of these sets, I've got two full cook sets. So, again, like I said, sometimes it's just easier just to cook the stuff and then, you know, throw it in a trash bag because you're on a two-day trip. And you can just use it. And you don't have to worry so much about you know, cleaning everything and washing everything and reusing everything. You can just kind of use it, toss it in a trash bag, take it home, and you're good to go. Um, so that is definitely another thing that's pretty inexpensive. Again, links in the description below. Um, the Yuko, uh, my Yuko Wear, uh, what do you call these things? My Yuko Wear Camp Mess Kit. I love these things. I've got two of these. I've got an orange one, and I've got this gray and blue one. Um, they're just great. Oh, and actually... Look at there, that's my MSR dish brush, right? Scraping edge, good nice rubber handle so you don't lose grip on it. Got a little brush on it. I mean, I've used this thing for years and look at that. Look at what kind of shape it's in. It's still great, right? Like it still looks brand new. Um, but the Yuko, you know, they come with some silverware and stuff that, that fits inside the inside of them. Um, they've got a seal on them so you could store food, toss it in your fridge or toss it in your cooler overnight and it's not gonna get all soggy and wet. It's gonna keep things fresh. Um, and these are about 12 bucks. So these are, you know, almost stocking stuffer, but they're kind of big for a stock. Um, but again, those things are great. Highly recommend them. Love them. Um, first aid kit. And I'm going to link to one down below. You know, I am not a, a paramedic. I'm not a first aid, a huge first aid guy. But I do recognize that it's important. My Xterra actually came with a first aid kit, which is really nice. Um, but I have augmented it with this kit that I'm going to put uh, in the description below. just has a, a variety of different things, but I've used quite a bit of it with my kids. They get a scratch, they get a scrape, they're bleeding, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, it's just nice to have some options. So that's always recommended as well. Um, the Luminoodle. I love my Luminoodle. It sounds stupid. It has a funny name. Um, but it's basically like a big, long string light with magnets built into it. So you could just slap it up to the side of your truck or, you know, put it on an awning, that sort of stuff. Um, it's got a little loop at the end. It comes with these little straps. So you could strap it to whatever you need to, the inside of a rooftop tent, you know, whatever you need. Um, but then it has like a universal USB on the end. So you could plug it into a power bank. You could plug it into a lantern. Um, like I'm going to talk about one of my lanterns that I use for this exact purpose, like to spread my light out farther. 
anything that has you know USB outputs on it, you can plug it into it. Plug it into your truck, plug it into a big battery pack, um, whatever you've got, and it lights up a huge area. And when it's folded down, it's it's probably in a bag about like this big, about the size of a grapefruit, but maybe about like an inch thick. Um, so it's really small footprint too, which I also like. Um, rechargeable flashlights, and I've got one of these over here. I'm gonna put a link below to some of my favorite ones. I've got these style that do not have like a separate floodlight on them. Um, and they just have this like projector beam, but man, like these things are really bright, like really, really bright. Um, and they're really inexpensive. It's like a two pack for like 20, 25 bucks. Um, but they're like heavy aluminum. They actually feel really great. They're rechargeable, so you don't have to mess with batteries or anything like that. Um, I've used those for the last year, year and a half, two years probably. And I just, again, I, I throw those on the solar when I leave for my trip and I let them charge up the whole way out there and then I'm good to go for the night. And then just during the day, I plug them back in again. They'll probably go, I'd say about four or five hours on a charge. They don't last too, too long. Um, but plenty of time for like a night. As long as you can charge them up the next day and you're kind of cognizant of what, what you've got, then they're fine. Um, but again, like I've had probably 10 different styles of, of handheld lamps, lanterns, and, and flashlights, and they all suck. And these things for the money are as bright as some of the $60, $80, $100 lights. So again, for the money, I think it's a great deal. Um, <clears throat> wool blankets. Um, I'm going to link to the one that I have below. I have had this thing for at least three years now. I go camping a lot in the winter. And before I had a zero degree bag, but we all know that's like the survival rating, right? Not the comfort rating. So when it's down to like five degrees, zero degrees, negative five degrees, I was dying, right? Like I was, I'm actually kind of surprised that the beer kept me warm enough that I drank at night to uh, not let me get frostbite or hypothermia. Cause there were definitely some times where it got really cold. Um, but with the wool blanket, I, it's, it's almost magical. Right. And like, so I'm going to link to the one that I've got below and, and mine was really inexpensive, like a $20 wool blanket. Now you want to kind of look at, it's almost like thread count. It's not quite that, but it's like how heavy the weight uh, or the percentage of wool that the blanket is. I think the one that I have is an 80% wool blanket. You can get them like 90, hundred percent wool. Um, but the price goes way up depending on how much wool you get in them. Um, but again, even with just that 80%, like 20, $25 wool blanket, I throw that thing over and kind of tuck it down around the sides of my sleeping bag. And I mean, it probably makes a 15, 20 degree difference, I feel like. Like it is huge difference, especially then when you throw some of those hand warmers in with you. I mean, I can sleep in zero degree, negative five, negative 10 degree weather in a tent with that and I feel fine. Um, now I keep my clothes on and stuff, like I'm not naked or anything, you know, like I'm, it's, I'm not saying that it's like, oh, you, it's just like being at home. No, I mean, it's still cold, but but it's, it's definitely comfortable enough to sleep in. It's not a miserable experience at all, even in those negative degree weather. Um, so wool blankets are awesome. And again, this one's really well priced. Um, and then rechargeable hand warmers. So this is that other option that I was talking about. And I love these things. And I'm a gear junkie, so like that's part of it. But um, these things are great. So it's basically got like a little heating element on both sides, right? And it can be used as a power bank too, which is kind of nice. But you just kind of hold your button here, and then you've got three settings. So this is like max heat here. So you've got kind of warm, medium warm, and then hot. Um, the other thing, though, is like, so I can turn it off. You can just hit it once, and it'll, you see how they went blue instead of red? Now it's just a power bank. So I've got USB, USB-C, and that's it. This one has USB and USB-C. This one is the one I will link to below. There are a ton of these. They're all over the place um, on Amazon. This one though, so I've had like four different brands of these, Chinese brands of these, and most of them are junk. Like most of them maybe go a couple hours and then they're dead and then you wake up and you're like, why am I cold? 
this thing is a bigger capacity, has a bigger capacity battery. It is a little bit bigger itself. I mean, it's it's large, right? Like it takes up more than my hand. Um, but this thing will go all night. Like this thing's gone 10, 12, 14 hours before needing a charge. And that's what you want. Like you don't wanna wake up at three o'clock in the morning and be like, oh, what happened? I'm freezing. That's why the chemical ones are a little bit nicer because they, you know, they have a pretty finite time of heating, right? With this thing, it depends on the one you get. So again, I will link to this specific one in the in the description down below because this is the one out of the multiples that I've tried that is really, really good. Um, and it runs about 25, 28 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark. So again, really reasonably priced, great, great idea for a gift. Um, so that kind of wraps us up on the $50 or under section. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Um, so the next section, I'm thinking like anything over 50 bucks up to about 250. So now we're into like the pretty significant gifts, right? Um, I'm only going to go up two more tiers after this, which sounds like a lot, but I've only got like one or two things in those tiers because that's just like 500 bucks and a thousand bucks. Like that's like big money, right? But if you really are into overlanding and you really want like, hey, whole family, get me a rooftop tent or something like it's possible. But the one I'm going to talk about is mine. It's under a thousand bucks. We'll get to it. Um, so, but this is kind of my favorite zone here, right? Because once you pass that $50 zone, you can go all the way up to 250 bucks pretty easily. But just in that like 50 to 150 to 150, there's a lot of really cool gear that you can get that's still really reasonable, high quality that's gonna last you for years, right? Um, so one of the things, the first one I'm gonna talk about, I'll put a picture up here. This is on my Christmas list. I do not have this table yet, but I am so excited about it because it is essentially a folding table that folds like those like most of the camping chairs, right? So it folds up to be about, probably about like three and a half, four feet tall, um, and maybe about like that big around, right? So about the size of a, of a camp chair, essentially. Um, but it's one of those that you just pull out the legs, you roll on the top, and you've got a, you know, like a four foot by three foot table. Um, I've got a little tiny folding aluminum table, which I can link to down below too, that's, that's great and was like 30, 35 bucks. Um, but it's, you know, a foot by a foot, foot and a half by a foot, something like that. It's just, it's like a end table that you can like put your arm on and like set your plate on when you're eating. And I love it. It's great, but it's not, it's not really great for like prepping food or like presenting food or like if you have your family with you and you want to cook and then like set everything out or sit at a table and eat, there's just nothing quite like a big full table. But what I like about this is a lot of them seem to like fold in half. But then in that case, they're rigid. They, there's, it's harder to pack that stuff. They're heavy. They're really heavy. Um, so I like this one because of how compact it is and the fact that I could use it for camping. I could use it for you know, family events and things like that. It takes up a small amount of space. Um, so I'll link to that down below as well. Um, Black & Decker Chainsaw. And again, I've got that thing here. This thing is a game changer for me. I love this thing. Um, this stays in my truck 24-7. Like I built basically using some hooks, some like uh, screw down hooks and bungee cords, a mount for it in the back. It actually sits kind of like sideways like this. And then my radio sit right next to the bar and that kind of helps hold them in place and keep them from moving on the trails and stuff. Um, but I mean, I'm telling you guys, if you are an anti-electric chainsaw person, I don't, you, you really haven't tried like a pretty up-to-date electric chainsaw. 
Like, is this going to go through a 36-inch down tree? No, of course not. It's a 10-inch bar, right? Like, it's just a small one. What this does for me, though, is anything, you know, 8, 10 inches, which is most of the trees, honestly, that I've come across down in Indiana National Forest, um, this thing will go through or at least get you enough through it that you could, you know, take a, a wedge or, or an axe or something and then finish it off. But it's going to save you a ton of time. But honestly, what I use this thing for 99% of the time is processing camp firewood. Like, you get to camp, um, you know, you got to chop up firewood. There's a couple, you know, trees leaning against, like dead standing trees or trees that have fallen that are leaning against other trees that are dried out. I'll grab a couple of those, drag them up to, to camp, and then I'll just take this thing and go bop, 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 and just cut it into logs all the way down. And it's amazing. Um, I used to use an axe, like I said. I've had a hatchet for a while. Manually doing that stuff is terrible and it sucks, but with the chainsaw, it changes everything. And it's about 110, 120 bucks. So um, I would highly recommend that you also pick up some extra batteries for it. Um, one battery though, using it pretty heavily will probably go 15, 20 minutes. Um, so that's, I have three batteries for mine and I have a charger. So I just keep them kind of rotating on my solar um, and kind of keep them topped off all the time. Um, but then that gives me about an hour. Like, a, think about that, like an hour of cutting wood. Like an hour of cutting wood. That's a ton of time. And you don't have to mess with fuel. I don't have to carry oil. I don't have to have all the extra stuff. I just have that thing in the batteries. Like, that's it. So highly, highly, highly recommend that. Love it. Um, I've also got... So there... I'm a huge knife guy. And I've probably got 20, 30 knives. And I do use all of them. I kind of swap them in and out. I, I use them for different things. But this thing is sweet. This is my CRKT field strippable knife. And what I really like about this is one, the CRKT stuff is pretty good quality. It's, it's pretty sharp. It's made of really high quality steel. Um, it holds a, a blade really, really well. Um, it's really well made. I like the handle. I like the size of it too. Like it is really just about perfect for my hand. Um, but what's neat about it, and I won't demonstrate it because I'll get it apart and then I'll, you know, I'll lose it. Um, is that you can strip this thing down in the field. So like, again, if you're camping and you, you know, you uh, drop it in some mud or something and it, the blade won't really open, like you can really easily without any tools, take this thing apart, clean it off in a stream or something, put it back together and you're good to go. Um, so compared to a lot of knives, like I do have a lot of power assist opening knives and things, which I really like. But I always worry about that because, you know, you never know. Like, you have a couple too many beers and you drop your knife. And then the next day, it sits out there and gets rained on all night. And then you find it and you're like, oh, crap. Now it won't open or now it's, you know, rusty or whatever. This thing, you can take it all apart in the field, strip it down. It's just a really nice, high-quality knife. Um, so recommend that as well. About 50 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark. So it's, it's kind of just over the 50-buck mark. Um, <clears throat> the Vire 88P. I'll put a tag up above to that as well. I have this thing kind of permanent, semi-permanently mounted inside my truck, but it's what I use to air up my 33s on any overlanding trip I've been on. Probably takes about three, three and a half minutes per tire, honestly, to go from about 15 to 18 PSI up to like 30 to 35 PSI. Um, but it's not bad, right? Like, I mean, whenever everybody's airing up, unless they have like an in-deflate or like a four-tire air up thingy and a really high compressor, high pressure compressor, high pressure compressor, that's hard to say, um, then like everybody's sitting around airing up anyways. It's very seldom been a problem for me. Um, and for the price, it's like 55, 60 bucks for this thing. And it's a buyer, so it's a good name brand. Again, I've had it since pretty much since I bought the truck over four years ago, and it's just been bulletproof. So definitely recommend that, especially for the price. Um, the tough stuff awning. This is my six and a half foot awning that I've got on my Xterra. 
I've had this thing for years. And aside from my own dumbassery where I left it up and not slanted one night when it was pouring down rain um, and it, it filled with water and then when I went to try and dump the water it actually caved in one of the legs on it. Aside from that, it has been flawless for years. And like I've even like put it away wet and then forgotten about it for like a month or two, open it back up and it didn't stink and it wasn't mildewed. I've had no mold problems, no mildew problems and this thing I bought it used. So it's probably seven, eight years old and I've had it for the last four. And I mean, this thing is just flawless. It's a little difficult to set up by yourself, but for the price, I mean, it's like a $200 awning. Highly recommend it. It's great, great quality. Awesome, awesome awning. Um, so next, the NOCO GB40. Now, keep in mind when you click through this link, look at, it'll give you like other people, other things people looked at. The GB40 is good for like up to like a five or six liter uh, gas engine and up to like a three liter, look in the description for the details, but, uh, or in the description of the thing on Amazon, but like up to like a three liter diesel uh, for jumping. But it's like a lithium rechargeable battery pack slash car jumper. Um, I actually have had to use it a couple of times now. I actually killed my battery on accident because I left the truck sitting for too long. Um, and I tell you what, I, it's got cords that are about like six inches long. <clears throat> and you take these things and you plug them into a little plug on the end of the thing. You hook them up to positive, negative. You turn on the jump thing and you hit a button. And it's on. It's charging the battery. And I was like, oh, is it done? Like, what do I what do I need to do? And I go around and I put my key in the ignition like I mean, right after I turned it on, right? Like, I didn't have to wait or anything. I went around, I put my key in, I turned on the truck, and it started right up. Um, so, you know, I, from my experience, it's been great. I've heard that there's kind of some mixed reviews with them. But again, I got mine for like 80 bucks, probably. 80, 100 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark. I think normally they're about 110, 120. But I think I got mine on sale at Amazon. Um, but I mean, I love the thing. It just gives me so much peace of mind because I go solo a lot. <clears throat> and I just hate the idea of like, especially with charging all the electrical things that I do, um, worrying about waking up and, and being stuck, right? So that just gives me good peace of mind. It's a nice thing. It's also a really small footprint. So it's probably, you know, eight or 10 inches long and maybe about four inches tall and two or three inches thick. Um, so it's a pretty small little thing that I can just put in my drawers or you can put it under your seat or, you know, that kind of thing and just have it when you need it. Um, so that thing is awesome. Um, last US Bags Happy Camper. And I have this thing down here. So like I mentioned, last US Bags, they are one of my featured partners. I talk to their, you know, one of their, their top dogs all the time. But their stuff is just so good, guys. Like, I've taken this thing on multiple trips now. This is the Happy Camper. It's got these two really large pockets you can see. So this is, you remember those camp cooking kits, the metal ones that I showed you, the pots and pans? This has both of those in the bottom of it. My Yukoware mess kits are both in the top here. Um, then on the other side, it has this really nice long pocket and these all have these Velcro things where you can, you know, stick your, your name tags to them so you can customize these things for your use. Um, this is all my like tongs and spatulas and like long utensils are in there. Then I've got just like miscellaneous like uh, microfiber towels and stuff like that and then like utensils down here in the bottom. Um, then the cool thing is too, of course, it's got a strap on top of it. And again, just the quality of this gear is so top notch. It's not even funny. Like the stitching is amazing. They have like 20 people that like hand stitch all this stuff. It's incredible. But then the neat thing is this actually will open all the way up on the inside. And I'm not going to do it all the way because I'll drop all my stuff out. It's got two huge pockets. I don't know if you guys can see these. It's got these two huge pockets inside of here. And the whole thing will, will open and lay flat. So you can throw stuff inside of the big pocket here. You can put them inside of these side zip pockets. You can lay it flat on a table. 
and use it to open it up and get all your cooking stuff out. That's why I use it for my cooking stuff because it's just perfect for everything. That runs about 95 bucks, 100 bucks. So I mean, it's it's an expensive bag. It's not a $20 bag made in China, but like I have no doubt that thing's gonna still be with me 10, 15, 20 years from now, right? Like it's amazing, I love it. Um, highly recommend their stuff. Um, speaking of that, the on the higher end of this spectrum, it runs about a little under 200 bucks. The Oscars Mobile Hideout. That's the thing that I've got that's coming to me as soon as they have it in stock. They've actually they they can't keep them in stock. They're they're trying to work through them to make as many as they can. Um, so as soon as one becomes available, I'm gonna I'm gonna have one on the way. But it's basically like a trasheroo or like a garb bag or you know those kind of things. Um, but this thing is just amazing. And they're actually on their second iteration of it. So they've made, done some testing and stuff. And then that's part of why they're ramping up production now. They're making it out of stronger materials. They've made some design changes to make it stronger for things like if you do throw firewood or tools or something in it, they can stand up to that abuse for a long, long time. Um, so anyways, that thing's awesome too. I'll put a picture here. There'll be a link in the description below. If you're looking for a trash bag, like a high quality trash bag that you can just keep that's not going to fade out like a trasheroo in a year or two, definitely check that thing out. Um, the Primax battery. This is my little battery pack that I use. I use this to run my fridge off of, and I will, I'll put a tag up here in the corner to this too. This thing was like under 200 bucks. It's a 300 watt hour battery pack, um, and it's awesome. I, it will charge everything. I use it sometimes around the house to like just go out and work outside on my deck um, and keep my laptop running off. It's got two AC plugs, uh, two USBs, a USB-C, a 24 volt out, and a 12 volt out, and then it's got um, you know a 19 volt in. That's the input, and you can charge it off DC or AC. And then of course it's got a DC plug out. Um, but again, I've run my fridge for like 14, 16 hours off of it for a 58 quart fridge freezer. Um, running about 32 to 33 degrees. Um, so I, it's for the money. It's just a great all around battery pack to have. Um, so definitely recommend that as well. And then the DJI action. So, you know, if you are like me and you like to capture your sort of trips on, and you're looking at GoPros and things like that, the GoPros are like 350, 400, 500 bucks, somewhere in that ballpark. This thing was like 230. Um, they go on sale sometimes too, so kind of keep your eye on the prices, but like anywhere from like 225 to 250 I think is very fair. And the quality of this thing is on par or just slightly below the GoPros. So like I've watched a ton of videos on YouTube and I was happy enough with this that it, it was worth it to spend a little bit extra versus like the Chinese versions that are like 40 to 80 bucks. Um, because it's it's the same brand as my Osmo Pocket, it's the same brand as my my drone. And I really like DJI stuff. I've had really good luck with it. It has voice controls, which is awesome. It has a front screen on it, which is amazing for like setting up a shot. You know, if, you, if you're out on the outside of your truck and you're trying to see where it's actually pointing out, it's just nice that you can be around front and you can see it. Um, so this thing is awesome. It's on the higher end, but if you're into videoing your trips and stuff, definitely recommend that as well. All right, this is going long. We're going long on this, but there's tons of great stuff in here. Um, so now the last couple tiers. So now we're talking like 250 to 500. So this is big boy stuff here, right? Like this is big boy stuff, but I've only got a couple. Um, one of which actually I got for a little bit under the 250 mark. Um, so it just depends on whether it's on sale. I think last time I looked, it was like 265, but the Android head unit that I just got for my truck 
is awesome. Like you can, it's an Android based head unit. It has a 10.1 inch touchscreen. It has adjustment like a ball head on the back. So you can like angle it towards you if you're, you know, on the driver's side or if someone's on the passenger side and they're messing with it and want to watch a movie, they can turn it back towards them. Um, and it's about 250 bucks. So I, I'm just super excited about it. I'm going to have a Gaia GPS on it. I, I'm going to have music on it. I'm going to have movies on it and stuff. It's just, it's cool. It's got expandable SD storage. Um, so definitely recommend that thing. Haven't had a ton of time to test it. I just literally just got it installed, but already just looking at the quality of the screen and stuff, I'm so excited. Um, and then second, the Mavic Mini Drone. Um, again, if you're into video and stuff, I have the DJI Mavic Mini, and I'll put up some footage here that I shot in Tennessee and stuff um, with this drone, but it shoots 2.7K at 30 and maybe 60, I think. Um, but it's just a really great beginner drone. So it's a little bit pricier. Like you can definitely get some like Holy Cross and like those like kind of Chinese brand ones that have decent reviews for like 150, 200 bucks. You can, but the, the interface for the apps sucks. The controls suck. They fly away. There's like, there's just a lot of problems with them, right? So just like with the Osmo Action, like I was hesitant because I was like, I could get something for about half as much, right? But I just heard so many bad things about them. And I'm like, I really want to like record some cool like family vacation memories, some cool overlanding trip memories. So I want to splurge a little bit and then make it last for years, right? And this thing's been great. I had one problem where the controller came disconnected, but it was within the first year I sent it into uh, DJI. They repaired it, no cost, and sent it back to me. Um, so, so far so good. And I've gotten some really cool shots. Like I said, I'm throwing up here. So, uh, definitely recommend that thing. If you're into videoing, if you don't get the fly more pack with the extra batteries in the case, it's about 400 bucks. I sprung for the full deal because again, I shoot a lot of drone footage. I do a lot of trips. I wanted to have, you know, the extra batteries, the, the case, all that stuff for it. Um, and then last but not least the $500 and up. So under a thousand though, right? The only thing that I have in this is my rooftop tent, and that's the off-grid Raptor Series tent. Um, again, I'm going to throw up some video here of me like opening it and walking around. I'll put a tag up in the corner to my... I did a full walk around of this tent. Um, if you are wanting to get into overlanding and you want to get into rooftop tents, you're going to see a lot of crazy stuff. You're going to see, you know... $900 Smitty Built style tents up to like $1,200, $1,300 for the Smitty Built XL. Great, great tents. I'm not saying anything bad about them. The only thing that got me is there's a ton of setup. You got to do all these things. You got to put all these props up for all the different awnings and stuff. You got to climb all the way around your whole truck and do a whole bunch of stuff. With the off-grid Raptor series, it's about $900. Bucks. It, I bought it on Amazon. It had free shipping. So I didn't even have to pay shipping. It was $900 bucks flat total. Um, things showed up in my house on a pallet and it took a, a kid from across the street came over and helped me get it up on the roof. I used six U-bolts and strapped it down to the roof rack and I've used it probably 15 nights in the last like three months. And it has been amazing. I've used it in like frigid, like 20 degree weather. I've used it in like 40, 50 degree weather. It's got some really nice features to it. And the way that you set it up, you just pull on a couple straps and it literally has like one hinge and the whole thing opens up the awning canopy, everything. And you clip these things down to like your fender or your quarter panel and like your door handle and you're done. Like that's it. It's so easy. Um, and it swallows gear too. It's like I've got a mattress up there. I've got my sleeping bag of my wool blanket. I've got a pillow. I've got all this stuff crammed up there and it all just stays up there until I need it. Um, so again, that thing is awesome for 900 bucks. Yes, it's a big spend, but you know, maybe if you guys spend more on Christmas or, or something like that, or you can convince the whole family to get it. I still love this tent after even a few months of using it and using it really extensively. Um, 
So again, I'll continue talking about it as time goes by. If I ever have problems with it, I'll let you know. But so far, so good. I mean, I'm really impressed with the thing. Um, so that kind of wraps up the episode, guys, right? Like that was that was the full list. Again, down in the description below, um, I will have links to all this stuff. I will also have a link to my page where I list out all my gear that has like the full like 300 things on it, right? Like everything that I use. Um, so if you guys are looking for ideas, if you're not sure, if you didn't hear something in this list that that sparked your fancy, go check out the full gear list uh, in the description down below because again, there's tons of stuff on there. Um, so, but I hope this was helpful for you guys. I hope it was fun. I love doing this thing and I actually get some pretty good response to it because it helps other people with like what to ask for and what to give to people. Um, so again, thanks so much for watching. Um, check out the description down below for links to Facebook, Instagram, come hang out and join the chat over there. Um, again, like I mentioned at the beginning, if you're not already subscribed, I'd love it if you subscribe to the channel. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, come over to YouTube and subscribe and hang out. Um, so if you're on YouTube and you want to listen on the podcast, go listen on the podcast either way. Right. Um, so anyways, thank you again, everybody for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, you guys have a great holiday, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever, you guys have a great one and uh, I hope you get everything you want. So thanks again for watching and we'll talk to you next time.